0: It's like Margarita Hour.
1: I am sweating. It's hot. Yeah, it's it's hot. It's like
0: three p.m. on a Friday.
1: I'm just hot. I'm hot in the podcast room. They've put this new light in here, guys, and I think it's making the room hotter.
0: It's not. It's it's the smallest light. It can't possibly do anything. It it
1: wasn't. It hasn't (laughs) been this hot before. I'm like,
0: you're like having a hot flush. Yeah,
1: maybe I am. I um, am a 1,000 years old, so that explains it. <laughs> uh, hi. Hey. Um, how are you? Pretty good. Mildly tipsy. Yeah. But
0: finally doing it with some alcohol yeah. involved.
1: Mel is. Okay. I'm sober.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because you have to present <laughs> and I just get yeah. to sit here and listen.
1: But – um but then, when you do your next one, I am going to have a wine. Yeah. Uh oh, look Uh-oh. out! It'll just be me screeching.
0: Yeah, we're just going to be screeching <laughs> in the microphones, and this is when you all stop listening to <laughs> us. You are like they've finally gone too far.
1: It's been really nice having you guys. Thanks for it's joining been us. Such a
0: nice time. Thanks for joining us on season one uh, for about three quarters yeah. of the season. Never, never to be seen again.
1: <laughs> Speaking of us being thankful, should we thank those who have joined the group? Yeah,
0: there is so many of you now. Mm.
1: Um, Our Facebook group, which can be found on the pedestrian.tv Facebook page. Come, like, request, invite your friends. Just
0: hang out with us Yeah, we want it to
1: be a big party of true crime mystery weirdos. We do,
0: and it is that. And, like, at the time of this recording, I reckon we're at, like, 950 people in there. But by now, it's probably, like... Five thousand, to be honest. Oh, fifty thousand. <laughs> fifty thousand. There's probably fifty thousand of you now, and you know what? <laughs> to each and every one of you, fifty thousand people, we say we love you, we mm. appreciate you. Unless you're a troll,
1: yeah, and then we hate you.
0: If someone's come in and burned the group down, I'll hate you forever. Please
1: don't do that. We love it. It's, it's like coming from to a good place, Mel and Josie. I love that you're just gesturing with the beer in your hand. <laughs> I've really
0: embraced my, like, <laughs> aussie in here. Yeah. I'm just, like, swinging a beer around yeah. and screaming into the microphone. Matter of
1: fact, I got it now. <laughs> um, well, this is a very Aussie mystery. I mean, yeah. they all are. They are. Um, but I'm continuing on with our... Accidental theme Wa- Accidental water <laughs> theme of season one Of water-based <laughs> mysteries so Which, many water- as I have very sensibly pointed out, we are an island nation True So there is a lot of water around Australia It's, it's not weird
0: that there are this many water mysteries when we have so much water yeah. in our nation
1: Like, if it was Germany, a landlocked country, it would be weird for us yeah. to have found five mysteries Don't they have, like, a big river, though? Yeah, the Rhine Yeah Did it once look like
0: blood or is that? Whoa, no, because I used to have, I was such a fucking nerd as a kid, right? Mm. And I had a lot of books on disasters. See, I was always a fuckwit. I was always a (laughs) fucked up individual. And as a child, it wasn't murder that I loved. It was disasters. disasters. So like any kind of horrific natural (laughs) or man-made disaster like Chernobyl, Hook for it, it to my veins. Hiroshima, you know? bring it on. Bring it on. Like, I just couldn't get enough of disasters. And mum bought me this, like, weird nerdy encyclopedia book thing of, like, disasters around the world. And I swear to God – no, I don't swear to God because I don't know if this is true. But I'm pretty sure that one of them was about the Rhine River.
1: Turning to blood. Well, it
0: didn't turn to blood. It turned, like, blood colour. But it was chemicals, so it was actually worse than if it was blood, because you could probably drink water that had blood in it, but you definitely can't drink water with chemicals in it. So do they drink out of the wine? We don't even know. Anyway, this story is an aside. It's a spicy, mildly tipsy male aside. It's
1: for our next um, spin-off podcast called All Aussie Disaster Hour. (laughs) All all Global Disaster Hour. (laughs) I know,
0: we really limited,
1: limited ourselves. Can you imagine us just talking
0: about disasters? Actually, I'm well, kind of into I'm it. I'm so into it. I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: sitting here nodding like, we're onto it. something we're here. We're onto something here. I'm actually really excited. I don't know why. It's so wrong to be excited yeah, about you this. Yeah, you know what?
0: We've, just, we've already discussed that we're fucked up, so.
1: It's just a cool one um, that I didn't. We're dis- not excited. We're fascinated. I'm fascinated.
0: We're just calling fascination excitement. Yeah. When I say I love murder, I don't love murder. I don't want people no. to get murdered. I'm incredibly yeah. intrigued. Probably in some form of subconscious protecting myself way
1: mm. about mm. murders. And for me, when I say I love Ivan Milat, I don't <laughs> love Ivan Milat. Please tell everyone the story. Oh, so <laughs> so I was talking on a crowded bus. This was before my boyfriend and I had a car. We're on a crowded bus. <laughs> And he was talking, he mentioned, I don't even know what we we're talking about, but he's like, blah, blah, Ivan Milat. Like, he was talking quietly and I screeched on the bus, oh my God, I love Ivan Milat. <laughs> and he just looked at me like, you cannot say those things <laughs> on public transport. The man killed seven people. Seven?
0: I don't know, actually, but uh, everybody should know that we're doing Ivan Milat. In yes, a Ivan time, Milat's so. coming up.
1: But anyway, when I say I love Ivan Milat, it's not, I have no love for the man. I just think the story's interesting. Yeah, that's it.
0: You would also like to not get picked up by a murderer. Definitely not. That wouldn't be a good time. So that's probably
1: why you're interested in it. Yeah, but this case, uh, which is known as Rackman, is super interesting to me because I only found out about it when we decided to do this podcast series, and I was looking for ideas, and I found I'd never heard of it, and. I love it. I don't mean I love it. (laughs) I think everyone's gotten the idea that we do
0: not actually love the things we're saying Disclaimer.
1: (laughs) But it's just really wild. I feel like we say that about all of them. Mm. But by nature, they are wild because otherwise we wouldn't talk about
0: them. Yeah. If they were boring mystery, who wouldn't (laughs) tell you about them? Like, no one wants to hear a fucking boring unsolved mystery. They really don't. Like, no one cares. So this one... I mean, people care, but like, no one... (laughs) We're really fucking this up. We are horrible people, the end. Anyway, yeah, tell me about Rackman.
1: I'll tell you about Rackman. So in the early hours of August the 11th, 1994, a fishing trawler called the Lady Marion set out to the mouth of the Hawkesbury River, which is north of Sydney, like in the northern part of Mm -hmm. Sydney, for those non-Aussie listeners, I love saying that. I love that we have non-Aussie listeners. <laughs> the way
0: you talk, it's like there's like 100,000 yeah. people listening all over the world. It's like three people. There's three people
1: in the group that are like, we're from America, we're from Canada, we're but we from England. we care about you. But we I'm just making them. it like easy for you guys to follow. And there's some people who don't live well, in Sydney that it, live in Australia. Yeah, I don't know shit about Melbourne. so Wouldn't know. Like, wouldn't fucking know. For, Can't the, tell you where Fitzroy is. For so the no Melbourne-based idea. ones, I had to ask Cam, who's one of our... Colleagues that lives in Melbourne, like how to pronounce things. Yeah, we don't know. He helped me with Frederick Valentich. (laughs) Anyway, so the Lady Marion set out to the mouth of the Hawkesbury to catch squid. The boat got to the water just off Challenger Point. So that's on the. Do you know Patonga? No. So you know Palm Beach? Mm hmm. (laughs) So Patonga's like across the way from. Palm Beach, so it's part of the central coast, but it's like the southernmost part of the central coast. Oh, yeah, yeah, the bottom bit. And there's a ferry that goes from Patonga to Palm Beach. Okay. So he was kind of like in the river, nearest, I guess, to Patonga. At about midday, there was a heavy tug on the boat's net. The crew struggled to pull the net in and found that instead of a big haul of squid, there was a steel crucifix caught in the net. Oh, my God, that's so fucked up. The ship's captain, Mark Peterson said to press at the time. As I pulled it in, I saw there were plastic bags tied to it, and then I saw a bone sticking out of one of the bags. Oh, what? (laughs) So at first, Mark thought they must be like animal bones that had Mm. got like tangled up, but then when he inspected a little closer, he realised the bones were human. He immediately called the Broken Bay Water Police water rats. (laughs) And they escorted the Lady Marion to Patonga Wharf, where a medical examiner was called and made the quick assessment that the bones were definitely human and not animal. The mostly decomposed body was entirely wrapped in plastic sheeting. Oh, God. With two plastic bags wrapped over the head. It was attached to the crucifix with rope and wires around the torso, wrists, ankles, knees, and neck. Oh, God. So heavy. I know. The crucifix itself was made from a 1.82-metre length of flat metal onto which someone had welded cylindrical metal bars. So it was made especially for this body. Oh, God. Between the bars, two pieces of reinforcing rod had been attached and bent into a restrictive L-shape over the body. So, like, like on top of the body. Yeah, okay. and to, like, keep the body in place, like, to trap Christ. the body. Um, because, like... All of his skin was gone. They couldn't tell if he'd struggled against it. Yeah. So they don't actually know if he was alive when this happened or not.
0: Oh, like he either was dead <coughs> and put in the water yeah. on the crucifix or he or might have been... still alive. alive well, I feel him. like he was alive for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think anyway. so. Why would you go to all this fuss?
1: No. Um, so the elaborate dumping method led the police to believe that several perpetrators had been involved, seeing as the crucifix was very ungainly, let alone with a man attached to it mm. and heavy. So they looked into gangland leads, since it was such a dramatic and symbolic death, but turned up nothing. Members of the public also thought it might be to do with a satanic cult. Oh, they always (laughs) go
0: for the satanic cult. I don't think there's as many satanic cults as people think there are.
1: A lot of um, papers printed like sensational stories about that. I mean, I get it, yeah. but also... It's such an e- no. extra way to get rid of a body. It's
0: so extra. I, <laughs> so in- That's so insane.
1: Like, just chuck it in just, the river. Just like, kill him, normal. Just, just like, kill him, like... Weight him down with bricks, like a normal mobster. Just be a normal mobster,
0: <laughs> slash satanic cults.
1: <laughs> so, in August, the Daily Telegraph printed a story as part of their Unsolved Crime series that they've been doing, True Crime Australia. So, in it, they said a few religion-based sects Sex. Then, like I said, sex it does, but sex and sex sound the same. Sex
0: probably
1: for a reason. Uh, mm. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you are at that fuck? like spicy, horny part of being tipsy. <laughs> I am. Like, it's sex. the bit where you start
0: texting all your all the guys you're not meant to text.
1: Please don't do that right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right now, I'm just going to go through my phone. Anyone with the last name Tinder is getting a text right now. No, I'm kidding. Anyway,
1: um, now I've lost my spot. So there were some sects operating in New South Wales at the time. This article pointed out that three of them that had been investigated on several occasions for crimes ranging from child abuse to violent rituals oh were in driving distance from the Hawkesbury oh, River. Oh, okay. Which 12 tribes is located in Picton, three-hour drive from where the body was found. But I've been there. Mm. Is that the one? That's the Yellow people, yeah. Um, a further 90 minutes south... Was the order of Saint Charbel in Nowra, and the Kenja Communication Cult, still operational today, has two centres, one in Canberra and one in Sydney, just a few doors down from our office. What? The so one I told you that about? the one up on the thing. Yeah. Oh my god, guys, there's a cult right <laughs> a next cult door to us, in our street. Fantastic. Which my Pilates teacher told me it's right next door to Pilates. Amazing. And was like, oh yeah, the the woman comes in here. I'm like, oh, oh my god, what? It's insane. But anyway, I don't think that has much to do with it. I just included it because it's spicy. Yeah. So the day after the discovery, the body arrived at the New South Wales Institute of Forensic Medicine in Sydney, which is the layman's term is the city morgue. It was examined by forensic pathologist, Dr. Chris Lawrence, who noticed, noted that the body had been submerged for anywhere between six and 12 months.
0: Oh God, that's ages.
1: Yeah. So in a real forensic files moment, I love like how much science came into this. Yeah. Cause Cause you case, love forensic files. I love forensic files, where science is the hero. <laughs> um, <laughs> is
0: that the, like, tax? T- no, but it's just, like, just made at the end line. of every
1: episode, they clearly, clearly as a journo, I know that they've gone, um, okay, so now can you just uh, say how you think science helped in this case? <laughs> as a, the, like, cop or, like, the yeah, down-home, yeah. like you know, victim's sister is like, oh, yeah, well, I really think that without science we wouldn't have been able to <laughs> bring science. this murderer to justice. <laughs> Stop. It's great. Every End of every episode. Amazing. This should be an episode because science really helped here. Science really was the answer here. It really was. So a Sydney University professor named Donald Anderson tested two barnacles that he took off the <gasps> metal rack. What? And they also indicated that the rack and the man had been submerged for, he said, 12 months or less. Just based on these barnacles. I mean, science. That's so
0: wild. So what, would he just, do you reckon, oh, well, you won't know this answer. No. You're, doing, <laughs> you're doing a joke. I'm doing a you. Um, <laughs> I wonder if it was because of, if they would have determined the age of mm, the barnacles. Yes.
1: Yeah. I think they just like the age and like behavior and like how they, Yeah. like how That's long they cool. hang around. It's pretty cool. Um, and then Dr. Lawrence could tell from the bones that the body was male. And the skull told him it was a Caucasian man aged between 21 and 46. And oh, that That's the, a huge... Yeah. Huge.
0: That's really not... You're not helping,
1: mate. No. That the cause of death was blunt force injury to the head. Oh. So, well... I mean, he like had a blunt any, force injury. Yeah, so he could have been knocked out. He might and have still submerged. been alive. Mm. The length of the dead man's bones showed he was about 163 centimeters tall. So he was only like a little person, not little person, not a little person, <laughs> but, but like, like a short like, person, shorter yeah, than me. Not like a
0: tall basketballer.
1: That's no. what you're saying, yeah. Um, so yes, in his examination Dr. Lawrence couldn't tell if the man was alive or dead when he was put on the crucifix. Yeah,
0: but he probably would have been knocked out.
1: Yeah, and I think if he had skin you probably would have been able to see that if he'd if come he'd back like not. yeah, mm. like scratches and stuff from trying to get I off. I do
0: hope at least he was completely knocked out. Oh,
1: terrific, isn't it? I say with a huge grin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> So there was no ID on the body. He was wearing a medium-sized polo shirt with the label Everything Australian.
0: What is even that? I don't know. Apparently
1: it was really common back then. Okay. He had dark tracksuit pants on.
0: This is so gangstery. It's like you're a low-level drug dealer and you cannot tell me otherwise.
1: (laughs) With the label No Sweat. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. (laughs) And he had a packet of Benson and Hedges cigarettes. 100% this guy was a low-level drug dealer. (laughs) And a pink lighter in his left pocket. Oh, God. I mean, it's the most 90s thing yeah. that he's got it going on Yeah, he sounds
0: like a here. 90s mobster. He probably had a mullet. Yeah, know?
1: probably. So all of this was quite common in Australia at the time, and it didn't help police narrow down who it was. So he still had a little, this is gross, but there was still a few strands of hair remaining mm. on his head. It was dark brown in colour. It was tested, and scientists concluded it belonged to a Caucasian man, potentially of Mediterranean heritage. Okay. But his fingerprints and facial features have been completely eroded.
0: Imagine having to like analyze like a pretty much completely <laughs> decayed, but not a hundred percent decayed man. Oh, yeah. Those people, I like hats I know. off to them. How they do they a not hard just job. projectile vomit? I would. You'd have to be the most disassociative
1: mm. person. Hey, like you'd have to just really look at it as like this clinical is brain. Yeah. Like. But even when you go to the doctor and you're like, "Oh my god, so embarrassing. I have to have a Pap smear or like a well, breast like you have to exam." to look at my tonsillitis. And yeah. Yeah. And it's like this is so fucking gross, but they're just they just see you as like Do you think they're all psychopaths maybe? Maybe. They yeah. can compartmentalize all in a way that I cannot. And
0: scientists, the psychopaths <laughs> is what we're saying right now. You're all psychopaths. All
1: of you. Sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry not sorry, but we're right. So. <laughs>
1: I think it's about just managing to separate yeah, it, in it's, a way that we can't
0: because we're too emotional. To be fair, though, one of my friends is a nurse. I've got a few friends that are nurses, actually, but one of them in particular, I remember talking to her about how, because she used to work in Townsville, mm. and she used to work quite a lot, like, there was, a like, kind of in the rough area of Townsville, yeah. so there was a lot of, like, bad shit she would see and, you know, like, stuff to do with domestic violence mm. and so on where it was just, like, horrific. Yeah. And she was like, honestly, Mel, like somebody comes in and they're like, you know, whatever's going on with them, it's like incredibly bad and needs immediate attention. You just switch off. Mm. And she's like, there were times when I would just switch off for the whole treating of them and then I would cry later.
1: Yeah. So, like
0: it would just hit me later <sighs> on. But she's like, in the moment, you just go boom and you just like clinical. Yeah. And yeah. So. Yeah.
1: No, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm not good in a crisis. I'm too emotional. I yeah. just
0: wouldn't. You'd just cry all over the half dead be- body.
1: Yeah, I'd just be really bad at it. And, be and like, I'd hey, take we really my hat off to, f- off to them, these psychopaths who are nurses. Their arm back on. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I couldn't do it. I think they're heroes. Yeah. Like like little sick kids. No, couldn't do it. You're going to cry now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, moving back on to yep. science. Um, So his fa- <laughs> <laughs> his facial features have been eroded. Mm-hmm. There was some DNA, but only a very weak sample, not enough to be used to identify him, especially not in 1994, because the technology was yeah. not good then. So then another forensic man, forensic odontologist, which oh. is teeth, found that the man's face may have been somewhat misshapen. Aww. Oh. Sad. And his first lower right molar had been removed when he was younger. Okay.
0: Still not very helpful. No.
1: There's all these, like, little details, but, yeah. like, nothing that went, oh, it must be blah, blah. There wasn't much to go on, so a forensic anatomist and a forensic anthropologist did a facial reconstruction using the man's skull to figure out what he might have looked like before he was tossed into the Hawkesbury. There were computer-generated images and also, like, a weird clay bust that they made of his face. Oh, okay. Um which will haunt my nightmares forever. Oh, no, they are I don't so ever bad. want to see it. I'm putting them in the group. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to see it. He looks so alarming. Oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's really bad. It's, oh. like, garish. Yeah, like. <laughs> because he
0: has no facial features, Josie. Oh, my God. It's like, did you? I was looking at Mr. Crawl the other day, which is one we're going to do eventually. Oh, and the only, like... Identity kit they have for him has a mask on mm. and it's fucking terrifying. Oh. It's got like weird zipper eyes and like oh. it's fucked. It's like, don't you just gave more people nightmares by putting that yeah. out? No one's going to identify someone from a mask.
1: Well, this so. guy has a face, but it's just weird cause it's made to, of clay.
0: I'm, I'm, the image in my head is already terrible enough.
1: So, <laughs> oh, I'm going to put it in the group. Sorry, not sorry. So, when the pics were because the pics went everywhere, so they were circulated to the media and the public responded in bulk. Police received several leads. So, people came forward and said it could be Christopher Dale Flannery, a hit man known as Mr. Rentakill. Wow. Snappy nickname. Snappy nickname. I'm into it. He was well known in underworld circles.
0: Yeah, I feel like I've heard of him before. Uh, yeah, like I, think, I feel like he's been
1: in underbelly. Um, and had disappeared in May 1985. But yeah. that's a longer time and they estimated estimated yeah. that Rackman, as he came to be known, had been in the water. And Dr. Griffiths also compared dental records and there was no match. So he was taken off the list. Another theory was that Rackman was Peter Mitris, a businessman of Greek heritage who disappeared in April 1991. He was last seen in King's Cross, which back in those days was like a seedy, thriving, late night hotspot. Yeah. Now it's just... Nothing going on. Sadness. <laughs> sadness. Um, detectives had heard word on the street that he'd been bashed to death and tossed into the ocean. Oh. Um, but at 182 centimeters, he was too tall yeah. to be Rackman. And his sister said he had like quite distinctive teeth, like crooked teeth, and yeah, so they heaps of feelings, seen that. and that didn't match Rackman's. Um, police also thought it might be Joe Biviano, a convicted drug dealer. Like your theory. <laughs> Um, who was last seen in the Sydney suburb of Dromoyne in December 1993, which would fit with the timeline mm-hmm. of how long Rackman had been in the water and would fit the kind of shady underworld-style disposal method. And he was 30 years old, which fit with the age range, and he was 165 centimetres, which is in the height range. And he was also of Medita- Mediterranean background. They didn't have Biviano's dental records, so couldn't match or rule him out using that. So he actually became a longstanding standing front runner for Rackman but in 2005 police asked a member of Biviano's family for a DNA sample and it didn't match the very weak sample that they had Mm. of Rackman so he got ruled out so another missing person was named um, Max Tanchevsky, and he came up in the investigation so he was 36 he'd been reported missing by his girlfriend who had last seen him in the Sydney suburb Newtown in January 1993 so again, fits with the timeline. Mm-hmm. And he was a known gambler. I always think, a known gambler, like, what a thing to be known I know, as. I know, I <laughs>
0: know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he would go on these gambling trips. Mm-hmm. So he'd disappear up to the Gold Coast, Jupiter's Is that oh, a casino Jupiter's up there. Jupiter's casino. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Because we didn't have
0: we Star City. We didn't have City. Star City then. Yeah. And Back Jupiter's in the 90s. was huge.
1: Yeah. So he would go up there on these trips mm. and, like, Gamble his life away, mm-hmm. um, and his girlfriend wouldn't see him for a few days. So mm-hmm. she didn't think it was strange until he didn't come back. Yeah. Um, so he had eighteen hundred dollars on him, which I read in one article is equivalent to about three thousand dollars in today's currency. Mm-hmm. Um, despite his gambling lifestyle, he didn't have any underworld ties. But his girlfriend did say he was in debt. It didn't know. It isn't known how much due to his gambling habit and like who was he in debt to well that's it because it's like you
0: don't have to be have an underworld tie but you just need to have some yeah. bad debt to someone yeah. that is a bad
1: person um so he remained another front runner and it wasn't until i started researching this case that i found out they had actually confirmed that max stanchevsky is Rackman. so it actually yeah. is definitely him so i started researching and i wrote to you and i was yeah. like oh my god they've they know who it is. I can't do it anymore. So it was him. <laughs> because the whole mystery was, who is he? But yeah. now the mystery becomes, why? Yeah. So it is him, um, but it's a little weird. So there's not many details. Okay. So News Corp journo Charles Miranda wrote in an article on August 29th that, this year that the New South Wales Deputy State Coroner Paul McMahon had ruled the, that the remains were that of Max Tanchewski. The article quoted McMahon as saying, I find that Max Tanchewski born 13th of May 1956, died on or about 11th of January 1993 at an undetermined location within the Sydney metropolitan area. The cause of his death was blunt force head injuries that were inflicted on him by a person or persons unknown. To the Commissioner of Police, that the investigation of the death of Max Tanchewski be referred to the Unsolved Homicide Unit of the New South Wales Police for further investigation in accordance with the policies and protocols of that unit. But I can't actually track down any coroner findings. Mm. It's all just from this one article. And then every other article about it quotes Charles Miranda's article. So I'm like, did he just <laughs> Did, he just, <laughs> did he just go, you know what? I, I think it's Max Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. But he has these quotes and he has a quote from the police. Maybe he just police. got like the, yeah. the scoop. Maybe. But like on the coroner website, they list like findings. Like I have to publicly list them. Yeah. So... That's weird. So he doesn't. Yeah, that's not I even off. I can't find them. Hmm. Um, and in his article, he did quote a police spokesperson as saying, "The investigation into the circumstances surrounding Mr. Tanchevsky's murder has been referred to like the cold case unit." So that's an official quote that he has. So I'm not saying he made it up, but I kind of am.
0: <laughs> in a very <laughs> real way, you're lying, Charles Miranda.
1: Um, so for 25 years, the biggest mystery was who is the rack man, but now. It's like, how did he end up there? My thing is, if his girlfriend saw him leave, why didn't she recognise his clothes, which were still intact? Yeah.
0: But she saw him leave, but that doesn't mean that he – it happened the same day.
1: Yeah. But wouldn't she know – Oh, like,
0: know that he owned those clothes. Yeah. But,
1: oh, God, it could be
0: Uh, anything. People have weird mm, second lives, you know. mm. Not even second lives, but, like, if he had a gambling addiction – he could have a number of secretive... I mean, it's very strange to have a secretive wardrobe.
1: Yeah, of, of purely track, track pants. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a Seems separate track pant wardrobe that's not secret. What? But I have, like, a whole drawer in my <laughs> oh, yeah. cupboard that's, like... You know when you're at home and you're like, I don't want to be in my pyjamas yet, yes. but I want to be in, like, my leisure wear? <laughs> yes,
0: leisure wear is my favourite. Oh,
1: I, like, go and get new track pants just to have in that drawer. Oh,
0: it's the best. Track pants are so underrated. They are. But, yeah, it's not like you have secret track pants. No,
1: I don't have secret track pants. And I really think if I rocked it up on a weird. on a rack, Julian would recognize my track pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Siggy's, like, you usually stick with one brand as an ex-smoker. Yeah. You have your one brand. So wouldn't she be like, yes, he has those track pants. Yes, he smoked Benson and Hedges.
0: Yeah. So she didn't say any of this stuff? No.
1: And, like, the tooth being removed, like... Yeah. His family would have known, you know, like uh, Peter Peter Mitres. His sister was like, no, he had all these feelings. Yeah.
0: So you feel like maybe it's not this guy.
1: I just think it's weird that it took so long. Mm. To figure it out. You know, like and I just saw on Reddit other people were like, why didn't she recognize his clothes? And I had been thinking the same thing. Yeah, true. Yeah,
0: it is it does seem strange unless she no.
1: Maybe we don't know anything about her. Maybe she wasn't cooperative.
0: She may not have been cooperative. She could also be part of it. Maybe. Which is my favourite thing to do is just make wild <laughs> just assumptions about people that are probably completely point the completely finger at innocent. this poor innocent woman. <laughs> I 100% think that it's obviously gambling related mm. and it's that he owes money to the wrong person. Yeah.
1: My other thing is, in all my research, it's like the police investigated gangland ties but ruled it out in, by its very nature, that kind of thing is <laughs> yeah. very secretive. Like, Yes. It's like, what do they just call up all the gangland leaders and go... Doll, Yeah. You've been killing anyone lately? <laughs> did you throw anyone in the water? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, great. I can just put it down to that. That's well, fine. In-
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm thinking of Sons of Anarchy here is what I'm yes. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, And it's like, even though they had links to the police, mm. it's not like they told them shit that they did. Yeah.
1: Just casually. So it's like, how do you definitively rule out yeah. gangland? Oh, no, we didn't throw anyone in the Hawksbury. Of course, they're not going to tell you that they threw someone in the Hawksbury. Yeah, That's totally. A crime. So that's weird to me. It is very like strange. It, it definitely could have been underworld and seems like it was. I think
0: 100% some form of underworld connection. It may not have been, like, gang-related in the sense of, like, you're going to die because mm. you...
1: You betrayed betrayed brother. <laughs>
0: bloody, what's his name? Jackson.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie Hunter. Oh, Sons of Anarchy was good. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, like. Do you think bikies? No. Some people, some people have thought maybe bikies,
0: but then this. Okay, so this is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. With the because let's come back to the crucifix situation. Yes, because
1: I've got a photo of it. I'm so scared
0: of all of this. I've got a photo of it, of it on the boat, and
1: I've got a diagram of how, how he was attached. Oh. <laughs>
0: so many pictures I don't want to see. Yeah,
1: and the weird clay bust. Oh, don't my God, forget.
0: stop talking about it. Like, it's, like, the the best thing ever is going to be shoving <laughs> in front of my my eyes. Um, but with the crucifix, it's, mm. like, if he were just owing money to some scary man, mm. I don't really see why they would attach him to a cruise. Like, it's, it yeah. seems like a statement, like a like a, you know, oh, so you're not going to tell us stuff about, like... Yes. This thing that you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> We're going to put you on the crucifix. <laughs> Jesus. The Jesus of the Hawkesbury. Yeah. You know, like it seems like some form of statement about like. Definitely. You did a really fucked up thing mm. or you're not telling us something and you mm. think that you're better than us. or Something, anything. I don't know. I'm just making well, shit yeah, up. Well, that-
1: yeah. Because all his skin was gone, they couldn't tell if he'd been tortured either. Well, that's it. Like, so he could have been like who. up on this thing for ages, and then they just took the whole thing and tossed it into the river. Yeah. Um, rather than, I'm going to kill you and really dramatically dispose of you. Yeah. Like maybe it was a torture kind of situation. Yeah, and it's like either way.
0: That's not, to me, how you would get rid of just some no. despo guy that was like, like you're just owing you a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, just chuck him. just put, Just kill him and put him in the water.
1: Yeah. Like place him. <laughs>
0: just place him in there. <laughs> just just plop him in there. Yeah. But it's yeah. really
1: weird, isn't it? Super strange. What's your theory? <sighs> it's gotta be some kind of dodgy but I just hate the way they're like, oh, and we ruled out any like you just can't do that. Yeah. No one's gonna tell you that they did that. I think it was just Maybe his girlfriend and family didn't know the extent of the debt. Like she said she thought he was in debt. Yeah. Maybe it was like serious, serious, serious debt that he owed someone and that's where he was going, not to the Gold Coast. I think she just assumed that's where he was going. Mm. Maybe he was going to like, because he had some money and she thought he was going gambling, maybe he was trying to like. Be like, I've got this this tiny
0: 5% of what I owe you. And
1: they were just like, you know what? I'd no. rather kill you. We'll take that, but we're also gonna tie you to a metal crucifix. Yeah. And just plop you into the Hawkesbury. The thing is that is so like that is a hundred percent
0: something that like a gambler would have so, that many secrets like mm-hmm. they would mm. you know whatever you think that they're owing someone is probably a tiny yeah. drop in the water of yeah. what they actually do <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of
1: like like when julian asked how much i owe my credit card i'm like <laughs> oh you know like a thousand <laughs> <Much>. <laughs> just, a, just a couple of
0: things <laughs> nothing yeah so yeah i do think it yeah it sounds like some form of underworld mm. involvement
1: Yes, definitely. Because your average Joe isn't going to go to that effort. No. So you think definitely no satanic cult. Oh, no way. <laughs> I feel like everyone always fucking does this. There's this, this thing sa- where Won't someone think of the Satanists? Won't
0: someone Come on. think of the Satanists? They probably just... They're fine. <laughs> they're fine. They're just, you know, they're off there worshipping Satan. They're not throwing bodies into the water on crucifixes. Yeah. But the point is, though, mm. is that, like... I feel like whenever this shit happens, people, like, the idea of, like, Satanists is so, like, it's, like, witches and anything to do with that. It's, like, people are just, like,
1: It's like the Chamberlain
0: Ah, case. Yeah, and it's just, like, that's not real, guys. Like, it is real, but it's very rare that that's the the, the cause, you know? That's just what we freak ourselves out with. Yeah. It's, like, the boogeyman, you know? It's, like, it's not the boogeyman. It's a real man under your bed. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Fuck.
1: It's Mr. Cruel. <gasps> oh my, God. Oh, my no. God, no! That's not funny. No. Um, <laughs> yes, I think, like you said, it might be like a way of like people coping. Yeah, but it's like no, a, a normal human man tied another normal human man to a crucifix and yeah. chucked him into the river. Like it's it doesn't have to be this satanic spiritual thing. Yeah, it's just, thing.
0: It, what is it? It's called something, panic, moral panic. Moral panic. Yeah. It's like when, do you remember when there were those rubber bands that teenagers would wear? Yeah. Didn't rubber bands. And then there was this rumor that went around that they meant how many people you'd given a blowjob to, mm. or like the black ones meant how many people you'd had sex with or something yeah. along those lines. Didn't
1: they get called like fuck bands? Yeah,
0: they got called like fuck bands. <laughs> and it was so completely not true. It was yeah, just a trend. It was, it was literally just, just a trend. It them. But it's like someone said this thing yep, and, and then all the parents freaked <laughs> mm. the fuck out. And mm. it was like that is what happens when people do this Satanism thing. Yeah. Like it's like with Lindy Chamberlain. It's like it's like something completely awful and fucked up has happened. Mm. And there's a bit of a mystery surrounding it. and We don't understand it. And there's some weird elements to it. Yep. And We're of going to decide yeah. that it's a cult. They take it
1: and run. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, I think we're both in a that yeah. he just pissed off the wrong people. Where's the cross now?
0: Um, did they get rid of it?
1: I think they did. The body was at the morgue for that whole time. Oh, wow. Just waiting.
0: Yeah, just waiting for someone to ID it.
1: Whereas, like, Summerton Man has been buried. Yeah. But um, this one was at Glebe Morgue. Is he now buried? I don't know. Mm. Like, a, it's literally when we are recording this it only happened recently that yeah. they figured out who he was but i couldn't for all the fanfare that apparently was around mm. when it happened when they found him there was very little like i didn't i didn't even really know about the first case but apparently yeah. it was everywhere and like yeah. cuz it's pretty wild what happened <laughs> yeah but then it's just like one guy writes an article. That's why it's a bit weird. It's Yeah,
0: that, even that is strange. Yeah. Even that is a mystery.
1: And like we are news writers, yeah. so we are always looking at the news and I didn't see this. Yeah. Like I feel like we would have seen it and been like, oh, it's yeah. like a, a cold case sold. Or like yeah, a, exactly. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Mm. Something's off. Something's, Something's off fishy. off with a Oh, fishy. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, so that's Rackman. Cool. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Definitely not the full hour. Definitely not the full hour. A short
0: and sweet, probably 40 minutes.
1: Yep. Literally like 38. Amazing. Almost, almost bang on.
0: Still never made it to 60 minutes.
1: We were so close with one of them.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it was with Wanda Beach. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was like 56, maybe. Yeah. We should have just kept talking at the end for like like three more minutes.
1: Um, What can we say now? We can say, please leave us a nice review on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Yep. Tell your mates if you are enjoying us and you think someone else might. Word of mouth, you know, old school.
0: Yeah, grassroots. Grassroots. (laughs) Grassroots of spreading of the All Aussie Mystery Hour.
1: Yeah. Because then we get to make more of these. Yeah. And you get to listen to more of these. Yeah, the more, like, listeners and engagement we can show, the more they'll just let us sit in this podcast studio. Yeah,
0: maybe they'll start letting us drive to places. like Do it Glenelg. 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 We'll do – if we get to (laughs) one – hundred thousand listens yes we'll go do we'll, a we'll live go. one in Glenelg <laughs> we we'll
1: I will freak out and at the and that will hell be mouth. the end of our lives. yes because it's the hell mouth yeah um okay cool bye bye